I know those things are something that can be very overwhelming to you but believe it or not you need to be comfortable with your emotions which is extremely necessary so yeah that's why we're doing this episode today so you know if uh just want to say it right now once again if any of these experiences or discussions do trigger you or you know cause you anything like you know makes you go down a darker path we have a bunch of numbers and websites in the description for you guys to like you know just like if you're having if you're having a hard time in life right now or you know you're just not feeling really great as everyone says then you know there are you're not alone there's people you can talk to there's people you should communicate to and everyone if you're too scared to go to these professional helplines you know honestly i'm pretty fucking jobless man quarantine isn't really giving me a lot to do other than this podcast so you can hit me up you can hit up sorrow you can probably even hit up abhilasha we're all here to help you okay even if we don't do you will try to accommodate you if you're not creeps trying to send us dick pics or anything like that but uh yeah that's about it so let's begin guys yeah yep <laughs> yeah let's do this so uh you want you know abi uh, uh, i want to start with the whole topic about how we've had our share of negative experiences right negative or positive experiences mm-hmm. and these things have defined our personality the way we think the way we talk the way we you know predict what is going to happen to us in future 
right mm. like mm. we've had one bad experience in the past and you know while others like you know someone from a third person perspective can say and just say hey you know what you can just move on you know why are you still mm. dwelling in the past being sad about something that happened like 3 years ago and shit i'm pretty sure all of you have heard that haven't you oh definitely i think i've heard that one way too many times honestly. right sort of uh, i am that guy that tells people to move on so like he's the enemy that guy that is like ye kya chuta aap kar rahe hai move on na like that that used to be me i mean i was like that in the past but i have i'm glad you said used to be I'm yeah i'm glad, glad that you're more sensitive towards other people's yeah. emotions now yeah i used to be very sympathetic and not empathetic in that way mm. and i used to be like ha theek hai i know you're going through problems but like mm. move on That's actually a great thing that you said that you used to be sympathetic and not empathetic because yeah. like people like feel to think I think a lot of people are think mm-hmm. that you know yeah. sympathizing with someone is helping them if yeah. you're just giving into someone's pity and pitying them more you're just letting mm-hmm. someone who's in that slumber go deeper into it but if you actually mm-hmm. sit and you know try to understand then then it is that that person actually feels like they have been helped and not like you know been looked down mm. upon and also you know when we speak of it scientifically pitying is a sign of you considering the other person to be weak and of course that's not going to work well for anyone who's already down you know like Definitely, you don't yeah. kick someone who's already down so pitying is kind of a very indirect way of kicking someone when they're already down yeah and you know those people who go around saying that stop dwelling in self pity and everything i think that's one of the harshest thing you can ever tell someone like i know and there are people you know, out there yeah sorry go on mm-hmm. yeah so when you mentioned self pity you know i i feel like telling those people that do you think i want to like i'm consciously wallowing in self pity it's not the case self pity is not something you want to exhibit or you want to encourage or you want to inculcate you know it's exactly. it's not something you control after a certain point and you know like people assume that people who are indulging in self pity are attention seekers mm-hmm. which actually is a very valid argument if you ask me it makes complete sense because like being sad is the fastest way to attempt to get someone's attention right but once it becomes too monotonous and people realize that you're just sad for no reason then they realize okay he just seeks attention or she just seeks attention but uh, even if someone who's an attention seeker tries to wallow in self pity i feel like there's this really thin line where you need to realize that even if a person just wants attention i don't think they will choose to be sad to gain it you know mm. like mm. being an attention seeker is yes a very negative trait and it's something you like genuinely notice amongst a lot of people of our age and you know mm. while it's a negative trait for the world to see from the outside it has its own share of negative traits on the inside which has led to this sign this form this sign of action right and the and like yeah like you know it's like there are so many layers to these different behavioral patterns and these different uh, what do you say emotions that people exhibit on the outside and we just like you know look at someone judge them make an opinion and move on but like i don't think like to be very honest rarely any of us really care enough to look into it cuz uh on a greater extent i have been down a quite some very dark parts in my life you know going down one myself right now honestly you know it's not great for life isn't really great as i would put it 
and yeah like you know you can't always expect life to be all rainbows and unicorns but like you don't expect it to be all gloomy sundays and dark clouds either right you need that mm. you need that autumn Definitely. in between that balance mm. and uh, that's th- yeah like that's actually very uh, what do you say a very important thing to bring up because you know uh, it's like your entire life you're forced or you're told to be someone you're not right if you're sad you're told like be happy you know you can't be sad especially for boys you know like as a guy i think sorov also agrees when i say this like you cry your mom when you were as a kid she would tell you like stop crying you're a boy ladke nahi rohte you know yeah i've had there was this whole ad campaign on this too yeah exactly like this was a very pop yeah yeah definitely like it was on tv for her fuck's sake Yeah. But but like yeah like you know even after like talking about this for so long, this sexual discrimination between genders mm. based on pain is something that hasn't actually gone yet, has it? We're still facing it. Oh no, it. definitely. We're still facing it one way or the other. Cause like, believe it or not, yeah. uh, it's like if you're a guy, then your pain is undermined compared to a girl's in one. Then the aspect of it being physical or emotional. Oh uh, sorry, in the aspect of it being emotional, right? Or even physical for that instance, you know, your indirectly is uh, what do you say? I'm going to use the word programmed, programmed to believe that if you're a guy, you can you know physically sustain a lot of pain in form of injuries, or emotionally you're supposed to be hard because you cannot be sad about things. You know, you can't be depressed because uh, depression is a disease, right? That's that's the mentality that uh, that's there for yeah. most it's, it's of. Yeah, it's taboo their... for a guy to like even exhibit an emotion that he shouldn't be showing. For example, like you said, crying, like it's not, it's just not something that a man is expected to do in society. Exactly. No matter what the case, he's just not allowed to cry. Like I don't care what, you do. you're a guy. I mean, step it up, be a man, don't cry. Yeah, and I remember there was this whole campaign as well, or I think it was an internet movement. Which, it was uh, this, yeah, it was this internet movement in which I think Madhuri Dixit was brand ambassador. Yeah, and uh, she said like, "Ladke bhi rote hai." And yeah, uh, and also, but actually, I think that was more of also a very, uh, I think, uh, uh, sexual harassment or sexual abuse or, or yeah, 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 domestic yeah. violence abuse campaign. Because in the end, she uh, she ends the video by saying that "Ladke rote nahi," lekin "Ladke rote hai," lekin "Ladke rulaate nahi." Rulaate nahi, exactly. That was about domestic nahi. abuse and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember this. But also, but it also covered the toxic masculinity aspect of it. Out how boys should not cry. Boys don't cry. Boys are not. Exactly. Crying. That was very beautiful, you know. Because like for the first time as a boy, mm. I was able to you know encompass the fact that. i could cry and let it out like you know like for the first time i was allowed to secrete the happy hormone from my eyes without being just from the outside world mm. you know and uh, like yeah like you know that's like that's very that's the beauty of that art isn't it like you know you're telling you're breaking that whole tabooish barrier of uh, mm. sadness that you're not allowed to see in this entire gender race because of the way you've been brought up and not just that you know we're here also to talk about how like as you know in general like kids or teenagers growing up you are at this very weird stage in your life and nothing around you makes sense right you you indulge in all these activities to either feel welcomed or feel like you're fitting in or like you know just feel like you're alive kind of a thing you know we've all done that right we we've, we've all been there where like we tried to be someone we're not 
it's it's like a phase that i think you can't avoid right i think i think everyone agrees with all of us it's a right of passage honestly after a point right so uh, yeah like sort of do you have any experiences like that i mean i have done things to fit in i mean uh, first thing was like i think sports is probably one of the best examples of oh yeah how as a guy you want to fit in into the you know strata and the society and definitely and uh, i mean in school i mean i'll say that i was pretty poor, poor at sports like uh, because i was not a great sports guy i used to like run mediocre and <laughs> I, i can relate but mm-hmm. yeah and uh, i mean after a point like i think the only sport where i was good at and i enjoyed was swimming right and uh, i mean i got better That's at it nice. and i was and yeah and i did represent uh, quite a for quite a while and then i know i had exams oh, like wow. but yeah so the thing is that i think uh, that stage of my life where i was just swimming i think that was where i was not trying to fit in but overall i think football is probably one of the most manly sports mm. you can ever come up with right it's the jock I mean, sport like yeah, it's officially yeah. the jock sport but yeah. here right football. now for the american audience we're referring to football as in soccer and not yeah, yeah. the american not football not rugby yeah like, rugby and american football are two different sports by the way Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, the, uh, I think they are minorly different, but yeah, okay, never mind. Like, I think it's the same ball thing. The ball is the same. The sport is different. Uh, okay. So yeah, I mean, uh, I think as we colloquially call it, even in America, right? Uh, mm. It's probably one of the most manly sports. Like you know, you sit in a sports bar, get a glass of beer or like a bottle of beer, and you know, you're just in for the sport. You're watching, watching the scores. FIFA or like you know, you're watching like Liga, and you know all these uh, matches, right? So the thing is that I think that was one of the probably things that I could not fit in through because see, as much as I like like playing football, I'm not a person that watches football as much. Right. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's where I. could not fit in and even basketball for that matter now basketball is coming up and you know people are like oh no basketball is this basketball is that let's watch it you know mavericks blah okay man, i i don't really enjoy nba i mean i'm sorry but like for a that's of, fine even i'm, I'm not, not into sorry, basketball. basketball yeah i'm not a basketball fan i mean at this point genuinely like back in my school basketball and football was such big sports like they, they i mean there was no other room for other sports to be represented by our mm. school like So yeah i completely understand that yeah that makes the utmost sense yeah and that i was very very uh, sad about but also at the same time i didn't i mean i don't know I, i probably didn't give two fucks about it because i didn't want to fit in and um, mm, and i good for you this, that's yeah, actually a very brave attitude because like mm. that's yeah yeah like you know as someone who always till now i i have this you know undying feeling about the fact that i don't fit in even in our college for that instance i try my hardest to indulge in things that will help me fit in uh, knowing that these are things that i probably don't want or the things that don't make me happy and uh, you know to actually know someone who has walked past this barriers it's just like that's that's actually pretty beautiful because like i think when i say this most of the people in the audience will also agree with the fact that some of us wish we had that attitude right like i mean um okay i i'll put this uh, in a deeper context on how high changed so the thing is that uh, 
when I started out, like you know, even I was one of those kids that tried to fit in playing. Sports. Yeah, you can't like move past that phase. That is bound to. Come. Yeah, it's it's one of the probably uh, one of the hardest phase to move past because see, thing is that yeah, some people naturally have an affinity to probably playing football or playing soccer or playing basketball or like doing stuff like that. But like, I, and the thing is that I accepted myself for not being able to do it. That's and great. Too. Acceptance. and i think uh, the first step to actually moving on is acceptance right definitely and i i think that's where i changed you know i accepted myself for who i was i accepted that no i can't play football as well as those kids you know i can't watch football because it's not interesting mm. to me i can't i it's it was just impossible like you know to stick in that one place and you know watch the tv and like just hype for a guy who's kicking i mean okay as interesting it might be for a person who's fascinated by that subject i was not right i mean i i get it you know it's totally valid yeah cuz like valid. personally me i have always been into football a lot you know hmm. probably it i mean definitely it started off me wanting to fit in with my other classmates back in fifth grade but then i actually genuinely picked up the affection towards the sport because my dad also loves football my uncle is actually my uncle loves football and my uncle is someone i'm very close to and uh, i think that somehow plays a role in you know your uh, biasness towards certain things so mm. i personally love football i even play for my school and everything i went for tournaments and stuff i mean that's how much i was into it like stay up at uh, stay up like on school night to watch the fifa finals and stuff but like yeah i completely get it you know for as someone like you you said like you know football is something that you really find interest in and you completely you generally don't give a fuck that you know for matches happening or not i completely respect that cuz like yeah. that's the same way i feel about cricket and when i say this out loud as an indian it is a big yeah. controversy cuz yeah, Cause like as an Indian, I'm supposed to love cricket uh, from my genes itself. Oh, you're supposed itself. to die for cricket. Yeah, you're I'm supposed, supposed to, to sacrifice my soul team. for uh, India yeah. to win the ICC or like, T20. Like in India Pakistan match, come on, you have to be hype. You have to. Be But hyped. yeah, see that's something I actually genuinely enjoy the hype behind it because of how fucking crazy it is. But like cricket as a sport, right? It genuinely doesn't interest me at all to me watch either. it or play it. As much as I dislike sports. in general like because i'm not a very sporty mm. person as such and like i mean i i like playing it rather than like watching it on tv because i i really like sort of said it's not genuinely interesting to see someone else play i'll be like one of those people that will like fuck the tv like let me go and play because i have the materials along with me like mere paas bat hai mere paas ball hai chal khelte hai okay i'm one of those guys and like i but i think like you said like that india pakistan match i think even though i did not like cricket as much India Pakistan matches were one of the things that I actually enjoyed. exactly because like irrespective of your personal biasness because yeah exactly like the hype is so crazy that you feel involved in it but okay that's a little off topic right now but uh, yeah. but yeah like you know sports is one of the biggest thing that as a guy you're pressurized into liking and I yeah, think it's yeah sorry yeah. go on. So what I was saying is, it's yeah, it's basically a very gender-specific expectation that people have from you. Is that you need to be good at a competitive sport. Like you can't be okay. You being good in swimming is like according to the society, great, well to do. You're great at uh, tennis, sure. But if you're not great at aggressive competitive sports, you know, like football. जहाँ पे तेरे हाथ पैर टूट सकते हैं. Exactly. Oh. Where you are there, you're out, lad. You're not a man if you don't do that. Yeah, I mean. 
ஒரு <laughs> so arm wrestling was there i was good at you know that uh, medicine ball throwing that that huge ass oh, two yeah. ball you have to throw the distance oh, yes. yeah, so yeah, i was yeah. good at those things i was good at medicine ball throwing yeah exactly and also like later on when i uh, passed out from my 10th grade i got into weight training i right. was not just looking to lose weight i was actually looking to get strong so mm-hmm. that became an issue with a lot of people they were like are you a girl like why do you want muscle I literally got that question why do you want Yeah you're so expected to be skinny you know Yeah and I was like I'm sorry I wish I was skinny too but guess what this is my only option and then I grew to liking it I was like I actually don't want to be skinny I want to be strong Right yeah, so I mean, that that's the goal of like training in general like you don't want to be skinny you just want to be strong right Yeah and I got you know like everyone like be it society aunties or even friends for that matter were like dude you'll get bulky do you really want that I really remember like us being in college I heard this while sitting with you in the yeah. college canteen once you know like they were like yeah you're you're getting gains and all but do you really want to be like this Yeah I I I remember someone passed a comment or something that I don't think you'll be able to find a boyfriend like this or some shit like that Right? Yeah. I was oh, with yeah, you when yeah, that yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were eating yeah. our iconic samosa pav sitting oh in the canteen and, uh, and someone said something like this. Thing. Yes. And I remember I was just there trying to comprehend like what the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I yeah, I just I had just learned to tune all of that out because I was just like, you know, every time someone in the mouth like that, I would just sigh and be like, then it over and it over and it over. Don't don't engage. Don't engage, Abhilasha. Just don't. Yeah, engage. like this whole construct of how your body is supposed to look based on your gender is something that all of us has been through. You know, body shaming is very common in general. Oh, because oh, yeah. like fat shaming and everything. Like, see, as much as like uh, you know, I condone the fact that you should be proud of your structure. Unhealthy living isn't something that I would suggest either. Because at the end of the day, you should if. be proud of your body but don't be like going down a path which is going to hamper your health because even if you think exactly. that doesn't hurt you it will hurt the people you're mm. close to because they're also the ones who have to go through that pain that you will even though they might not feel it they can see it and that is also pain in itself like you know i don't get it like people we have the plus size models and everything i can get it like you know chubby people they're genuinely nice they're cute okay but like promoting obesity is something that i wouldn't condone you know personally cuz like exactly you can be proud of your body structure everyone has a different body structure i am personally a little chubby mm-hmm. guy right and i have mm-hmm. come to over time accept my body for what i am instead of trying to be someone i'm not i mean if i want i, st- I can start extremely gymming and build myself a uh, ideal man structure but no i rather prefer eating pizza mm-hmm. playing video games all day right yeah because that, mm. that's because i want to enjoy life exactly but at the same exactly. time it's not like i want to indulge in like all junk mm. food all the time and you know become mm. like fucking 170 kgs yeah, or yeah, something yeah i think i think that's very important you know because i was having this discussion with uh, 
this uh, Pakistani YouTuber. Um, his name is Kakan Shanawaz. If you guys want, so he, him, and I were having a very long uh, internet conversation about body shaming, and he also supported the fact. And we were having this discussion, and he told me that yeah, like I don't get the point of a plus size model who's physically like you can see she's unfit. It's not her structure anymore. Like she's actually generally obese. Yeah. So is that fair? Like are we promoting body positivity or are we actually unknowingly indulging in an unhealthy style? Which one is it and how do you distinguish it? Right. Cuz like at the end of the day you don't want to end up in the universe worthy dead, right? Exactly. Where you're incapable of doing anything. And Exactly. Like you don't want to render yourself बॉडीज Exactly. Yeah, not exactly. like you know that I'm eating ten packets of chips every fucking hour just because no one's gonna fat shame me anymore. Like that's not what your goal should be in the end, right? Yeah, like you yeah. know all these BuzzFeed quizzes and uh, mm. what do you say? Vogue, YouTube, makeup, so isn't the right way to go in your life? Like you know you should be proud of your body. We definitely promote that, but like you know like mm. fat shaming is definitely horrible, but. you yourself knowing you never should you know promote an unhealthy lifestyle either like i mean i get it i completely accept the fact that if you are you know a little bit healthier than you're supposed to be or you know under or something then mm. no one else has the right to come and you know de- like you know demean you or you. yeah shame yeah. you for that right because mm-hmm. that's something that you've done yourself or you are but at the mm. same time if you are aware about this you know the way you have reached this level that you should also know that you know like you don't want to be unhealthy yourself right because at the end of the day you want to be fit you want you want to go out mm. there you want to do your you want to be a thing. functional human being exactly you, you want to survive life functional life exactly i mean i don't even think you need to survive you need to live right you need to mm, you want to yeah. live that's and the goal you need to live right you, you need to live right uh, yeah definitely and mm. yeah like you know the body image and everything also one of the biggest parts when it comes to mental health or even yeah, relationships definitely. for that instance relationships yeah definitely i mean you know in psychology we study so see psychology at the end of the day like you like us in the beginning of this podcast no matter how much you read uh, read about it no matter how much you explore into um, psychoanalytic theories be it carl jung be it sigmund freud You're always gonna be fucked up in the end. Yeah, like and that's how relationships are as well. Because like at the end of the day, knowledge isn't gonna be the one through which you can control your mind. Exactly. You know when we talk about body positivity or even body structure for that matter. Um. So there's this ideal body type, be it uh, about a man or a woman, where you have to have a certain inch of biceps, a certain let's just say it a certain waist a certain size of your butt or whatever so i so you know like when we discuss psychology uh, psychology explains the very practical and the very straightforward like you know primitive aspects of theoretical part of it exactly and it's more primitive it's uh, like you know when i study psychology and there are theories on how attraction builds up between the sexes yeah it's generally about the physical attractiveness because that's how the human being is cuz if you actually more. break down the whole aspect of love at the end of the day it's literally just a chemical reaction exactly it's a chemical reaction 
and i'm not quoting rick sanchez from rick and morty on this it's actual science <laughs> like yeah the... exactly it's actual science like yeah. it's not something you can just cut off from your life it's it's a very big part of it and it always will be a part of your being yeah and you know that's 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 there like you know your girls are into tall people or uh, yeah, men tall, with facial beard Exactly. There are all these, and uh, then you know there are guys who are uh, into girls with you know probably a bigger bosom or uh, mm-hmm. like Just that. Boobs, you know? man. Uh, yeah, like yeah. big, bigger tits, basically. It's the best way to put it, mm-hmm. or like a th- big ass or some shit, you know. Yeah, like, uh, and that's the thing. Like, they want a so quote unquote a thick body, like for a woman. Yeah, like, she has to have like big boobs and a nice butt and everything, but also a small waist. Time. and that has grown into like honestly horrific structures that i've seen through the past like women forcefully indulging themselves into extreme workout and diets to have yeah. like yeah. the ideal body a man wants like you know like when you're promoting body positivity accepting your structure is one thing but forcing yourself to become a plastic barbie doll is another thing altogether cuz mm. like you need to really do something about that like i mean that be something like uh, sorry to interrupt but yeah, go something on. be like you know that do it for yourself do it for your own exactly. and for mm. others like i think that's also another reason why we face uh, i mean why we have so many mental health issues right it's just because we are not content with ourselves not just that it's it's something like you know you do things to make others happy so that in turn mm-hmm. their happiness is your happiness you know what i mean this is like yeah you're like leeching yeah. off others happiness for your own sake but you know yeah. all of that has sort of evolved from the very beginning of time like if you have to stay in society you need to abide by society's rules and yeah. that's what's manifested into all of this and this is something we learned in sociology you know while studying psychology yeah, exactly, as well because exactly. like your social norms right these exactly. are the things that bind your existence in the society because if you move past the social norms or your social regulations you'll be marginalized yeah, you'll be marginalized you'll be kicked out you'll you, you'll be not treated as an equal or as a known you'll be an outcast yeah exiled into nothingness and i don't think anyone wants that right because like we spoke about before we want to fit in and if you're kicked from society you have nothing to look forward to but yeah like you know moving on from the whole body wala topic uh another big thing like you know when it comes to the mental health wala issue i feel is like our past experiences right cuz mm-hmm. things that have happened in our past is something that is really really uh reflected upon our present behavior cuz mm-hmm. personally Definitely. if i go down about my personal self i am someone and you know it has taken me a long time to come to accept this but the things that i've dealt with in my past these are something that i have come to accept now and i am consciously aware that these are things i just can't move on from cuz no matter how hard i try or what effort i put into it a part of me remembers that these things happen and they do come in the way of my judgment and my decision making when it comes to indulging in normal everyday activities as a person like for me personally i am not comfortable with trusting anyone like you guys are like my closest friends friends right now both of you in the in this podcast and to come to trust both of you has taken me a long time frankly mm. speaking like abi mm. i think i've known you for like 3 years 3 or 4 years now and uh, yeah you were saying sorry hello hello yeah, yeah. continue okay yeah 
so yeah it uh, i'm known you for like three or four years right now and you know to uh, actually i if i'm being completely honest you're aware of this i i didn't completely trust you in the beginning either you didn't either for that instance like Mm. Either us have either of us have no reason to trust each other, other than the fact that okay, I know mm. this person and he's my friend. But through the ages, like you know, we have spoken to each other, we've confided in each other, learned to be emotionally comfortable with each other because we know that neither of us is gonna is gonna be oh, a person who's gonna use it against us, right? Mm. And that's taken a long time. And uh, when it I talk, it was a long road, definitely. Yeah, and when I talk yeah. about the same thing with Saurabh, I was mm. able to break that barrier faster with him. because for some reason i think other i think gender plays an important role in this as well cuz like like a guy to guy thing you know we have the whole bro code sort of shit mm. yeah. for me so you like you know it's easy to trust yeah and i, I think it's easy for girls to trust other girls as well right that, that's there actually no i i work with i work well with guys okay <laughs> that's a different thing but for yeah. me it depends it depends from person to person yeah definitely but yeah, like that's yeah. what i'm saying even when it comes to but person to person yes, right. when it comes to trusting saurav as my friend it was easier for me because i knew that he was also gone somewhere on the line i was aware that he has gone through the same shit you could relate to him better yeah. because you y'all knew that at some point you would have very similar experience exactly that exactly yeah. what i'm saying and because of that saurav and i have grown closer a lot throughout yeah, like towards these months right we we become the best of the friends in a quite frankly a short period of time and if you honestly would have asked me that like uh, a year before i come came to srishti i would have never accepted i was who's going to be this person cuz like i have known people for 11 years who like basically betrayed me in a matter of seconds yeah and uh, both been there yeah exactly i remember we have we had long night discussions about this and cried about it for i think hours and hours yeah. at night but yeah, yeah and like i'm really you know i'm really happy to say that even after everything like saurav and i fight a lot but like even past all that right all this argument yeah. and this fighting at yeah, the end of the day i am aware that if anything happens i can call this guy or he or he can call me and you know it's like i can count on him because like he's seen me through my words and he was there for me right yeah that's and great why he was as great. well because he's seen me through my words also exactly yeah. so like yeah there's that level of emotional comfort that i just didn't have to presume about receiving mm-hmm. but actually see it in effect right mm-hmm. and you know like that's a very big deal because like for me like my personal experience it just involves that i knew a bunch of people for a very long time right in school and i know a lot of people like you know you're told that school ke dost hai doesn't matter college dost banate wohi important and all you know this some years been tossed around a lot right but i don't i i genuinely don't give a fuck how much ever you say this but like for me friends in general is an important thing no matter if they from school or they from my college that's this how i have been since i was small and i had a time like you know i, I knew this i knew my my these friends of like i known for like 5 6 years and like in a matter of seconds they all boycotted me and uh, mm. i don't know why and i spent an entire college school year basically living in shits cuz like people started spreading rumors about me that my reputation went down the drain everyone used to avoid me cuz i don't know what the fuck was going on about me at this point it was it was so bad that even the teachers didn't want to talk to me and stuff right and it, mm. i felt i i went through like immense disrespect and uh, offensive behavior from a lot of my peers and teachers which to this day honestly i am you know i hate my school like given the chance that i was stuck in a zombie apocalypse i would still not take refuge in the school i went to that's how much i hate that place like the day i walked out of that place with my mark sheet for my 10th grade i swore myself i never going to go back there and i didn't 
to this day I haven't entered those gates. That's that's how much I hate it. And uh, mm. this is like an opinion that a lot a lot of people agree with because almost oh. everyone I know they're like school was the best part of my life, bro. Who is like as a boy said that school is amazing. I'm like I'm sorry I don't feel the same thing. That's mostly the jocks. Oh God. Yeah. Mostly because... the jocks and like the academic round ones. Yeah, yeah, because got the a lot people, of people. Favorites. I mean, I don't want to yeah. say this explicitly, but like say it explicitly. No one gives a fuck. Okay, yeah. So like, it's the jocks, <laughs> and then there are the academical, uh, academically like uh, brilliant ones. Brilliant ones whose dicks are sucked in the end, right? Because like, oh, definitely. Oh yeah, I mean like oh my god, this guy's popular. Let's go to this guy. Okay. Oh, ये तो IIT जाएगा मतलब. हाँ. Like dude, I mean okay. So my scene with school was like I mean I was obviously like sort of sad. Like you know it's probably one of the worst years of your life. I mean for mm-hmm. me as well. Like ninth and tenth probably like I went through clinical depression. Yeah, well. exactly. Like I wasn't diagnosed back then, but now when I see it, I feel like maybe I did too. I I don't think yeah. maybe like I know for a fact that I did. Because yeah, I indulge in so many things that I shouldn't have. Yeah, and uh, when I went through uh, therapy and you know clinical depression, I I mean I really didn't go to therapy. Yeah, I was I was always on call, and you know like I was going through the therapy sessions there. And you know one thing that really uh, put forward like this thing about myself was that yeah, like if you are really going to move past this attitude and not be depressed anymore, first thing is again acceptance. like i said before mm. acceptance is really really important here and i accepted that the way i was the way i will be will not change sooner and i think that's mm. one one place once you start accepting yourself you also change right you know you, you change towards a better person i think as you consciously become aware about who you are and what yeah. you want to mm. be yeah and things were so much clearer in my head that you know okay fine yes i am going through depression yes i am going through a life that probably i i mean i'll say that i don't deserve and yes there are times because life is after all not a bed of roses right it it's going to get you through some ups and downs but what you as a human are supposed to do is supposed to figure out if there if there's a way out of that thorn definitely and i think i as a person grew much more when i came to 11th grade right but mm. there were still things about me that yes definitely like i still had that sort of a thing where you know not maybe that i probably i did not give a fuck about fitting in but there was always a part of me that i did not accept that wanted to fit in very bad you know mm. yeah mean, it was like, it, I was like get a, it. it was like a i tricked my mind into telling that yeah i don't want to fit in fuck you fitting in but like still there was something in me like you know hmm. i want to fit in there was it's like this was... muscle you can't control after yeah exactly i need a little hope exactly. inside you that what it what, wouldn't it be a little better if i actually fit yeah in? and i think that goes very well with sigmund freud's theory of consciousness right because like your mm. unconscious mind is something that holds these desires mm. and yeah. everything that's frowned upon by society that's the way he put it right and mm. that's of, your real self that's, that's your, your real self exactly that's who you are like mm. and You know, like sort of said, like I told myself I didn't, I didn't want to fit in, but in the somewhere deep inside that he knew that he wanted to fit in as well, right? Which mm-hmm. definitely, you know, affected the way he behaved around the people as well, because whether he's conscious or not, he would have unconsciously acted in a way mm-hmm. so that he would be accepted in yeah, society I mean, more. Uh, It's simple people pleasing behavior that's inculcated in us through society. Yeah, yeah, and I think one way of fitting in for myself like in my experience was that i always made sure like you know when you have conversations with people okay uh, 
this is in simple terms like okay for example like you know i ask you what's up right and mm-hmm. you tell me like in the most boring way possible that yeah bro i woke up i ate and then i slept okay this is literally the most boring way you can put it right but like you know how to make it interesting you add layers to what you ate how you woke up what you like you describe your day yeah exactly mm. you describe and i think one way to make sure that i was an interesting person is that i used i was very good storyteller and i used to always describe myself in that manner you know i'm like oh dude you know what i did today i did this i did that yeah i mean i did it but like in the end it was not as interesting or as fascinating as it sounds but you had a nice telling. way of putting it yeah and i think that was that is also in a way very fake because then people are like oh iski life itni achhi kaise ho sakti hai right that makes and, sense yeah and i i did this throughout my 11th and 12th i mean when people got to know me better they're like ah theek hai like he just does it for his own mental satisfaction also and mm. but like the people that did not they were like oh man this guy is fake i mean obviously i mean i did put up a fake behavior i won't lie i did put i fake my emotions we all done that dude yeah and you know just to fit in and i came to college and i kept doing this and after a point what happened was uh four guys sat me down like and they were mm-hmm. my seniors from my pg and they like just told me to my face okay which was very blunt and it hurt hurt me but like you know i eventually moved past that behavior like you know like i i removed it from my unconscious brain ki like listen you don't have to fit in you just it's just okay for you to be the crackhead you already are like you know it's <laughs> a great I, realization that you gave yourself yeah, so that's reality. a bro moment right there guys 10 yeah. bro moment points to saurabh right there <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i mean i am a crackhead and i am like okay cool let me be the one that i am i am weird yes but like i can show if i wanted to because no one see after all like no one should judge you Right. But but you can't stop people from judging you all right? Definitely. Because see, after all it's it's a human trait that you know someone comes and tells you the the way you should behave or the way you should dress or the we're, way We're 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 like raised that way dude. Yeah, we are raised that way exactly. And that's one thing that we all need to accept ourselves and that's one way to move on and I did and to practically right now I will say that I'm very happy. because i don't really i'm not bound by anything i have nothing to lose here i'm right. happy that because i'm i'm no i'm no more bound by the restriction ki you know oh what if that other person judges me for what i am oh i should behave like this so that other people won't like leave me no i don't have that sort of a restriction anymore i am like fuck you you don't want me around come on dude like like i'll just be like okay cool don't have to be around i'm not forcing you to do that it's your choice buddy and then i leave or they leave that's it and that that way i mean obviously it sounds really harsh and probably a much easier said than done thing it's definitely but, easier said than done thing <laughs> yeah but i mean i definitely i don't know how i did it but like i can tell you that once i did i felt much happier and i was able to that's what counts that's what yeah. counts yeah you know like when you say this so, right it, it i mean um, are there any of your experiences and how do you move on like i mean do you follow a certain pattern of like uh, getting through things or like you know getting out of like a bad or men- bad mental state you like, know like okay. actually yeah. like you know one thing that i want to put forward actually is like the way you said right about accepting yourself like even before you come to the stage of moving on i think like abi personally speaking and also knowing you uh, as someone like 
as as you as one of your closest friends you know i've known you yeah. i've known you for like a very long time right mm. and you've shared with me almost everything about yourself so mm. even when it comes to being yourself right acceptance is something that barely any of us has scratched the surface like yeah. sort of you definitely have you've come a long way mm. since then mm. but when it comes to mm. me right i'm i've come to accept the fact that i haven't accepted everything which is a very weird mm. sentence to put forward but like you know it also no, brings it up sense. this questions that like mm. why should you accept it like when you know that something mm. happened to you was wrong something that you didn't deserve mm. you don't need to accept what happened you just need to accept how you felt about it and if you feel mm. sad about it then you can accept that sadness you don't have to force yourself to be happy or someone like obviously that sadness shouldn't be volatile or something that's supposed to you know basically affect your behavior or the people around you because again you don't want to ruin other people's lives right but like yeah, yeah, someone forcing you to be happy for them is something that's a very 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 selfish thing to ask for in my opinion because I mean, um yeah but you know what i feel is like okay see i mean sulking over things or like you know getting sad is a, is a basic human trait people go through it it's it's a thing that it's supposed to happen you can't stop yourself from getting you're not a robot right you're not programmed with a certain emotion that you know you're supposed to just inflict this you you know you know you're not a yeah. person that just puts out serotonin and dopamine all the time right it's not possible mm-hmm. okay but like i mean going through downers is a human nature but i feel like one should not disregard their uh you know uh, efforts to actually move on or like i mean i mean and i think that most people ignore it in their daily lives they just th- think that they can't like they, no one should not give up i i feel like you know like from your perspective i can understand when you say that mm-hmm. you say that you shouldn't give up but as yeah. someone who still at this point right i i have been in a fuck ton of relationships okay and my relationships for most reasons have been hampered or spoiled if not the other person because of my behavior and my personality and mm. by that i mean like i have my share of negative traits everyone does right yeah. and i have never really forced myself to be happy in front of some in front of the people i was most comfortable with cuz I felt, always felt the need that if I am sad about something, I felt like the person I'm with mm. or the one I'm around deserves to know that I am and should accept me for who I am. So like when I'm happy, I can cherish those moments with them too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. See, I feel like moving on the two way street. So see, for example, from my own perspective, like you said, like um, so see, moving on and. like trying to move on is different from not trying to moving on obviously and when you try to move on it depends from person to person exactly how much time it will take for you to move on because it depends on a lot of things your personality the experiences you've been through and how much they hurt you like you can never just guarantee that okay i'm going to move on from this in like 6 months or something yeah. like that so that's there and also like you know when it comes to relationships for example i am um dating someone who is going through or has gone through traumatic quite recently or even if it wasn't recently it's something that still bothers them to a certain extent where it's playing a big part in our relationship right so if i put myself in their shoes i will feel very uh, like um angry if my partner would disregard my issues 
and tell me to just move on okay so i feel personally attacked just putting that there <laughs> yeah wow. so hypothetically so if my partner tells me that hey it was so long ago why can't why the fuck can't you just move on you're with me right now we want i want to be happy with you can't we just focus on that yeah so from my perspective i'd be hella mad because i'm like dude i'm trying to be real with you here i'm going to open up to you i'm going to tell you about the things that bother me and i would expect you to be okay with now from the partner's point of view now i have been on both sides of this coin okay so uh the last time i dated someone seriously um the guy had a schedule issues with an ex and oh. uh, it happened a long time ago like uh, yeah his ex and him they broke up probably like 3 years before uh, we started dating but it still bothered him a lot because on and off relationship it was very long they dated for like 7 8 years throughout school they were like school oh sweethearts God. Yeah, oh and uh, she cheated That's on him. That's a long and... time. Yeah, actually, no, ten years. Holy <laughs> fuck! What? Yeah, ten what? years. That's yeah, practically years. growing up with someone. Yeah, they did grow up together, and uh, then he she cheated on him. He reverse cheated, or that's what he said. <laughs> It was very funny to me because uh, yeah. Anyway, so that happened, and uh, I remember. Uh, trying to talk him uh, through those things not out of those things but through those issues but at the same time i could see how uh, the fact that we were discussing it itself was making him distance himself from me and uh, from that perspective i was hurt because i was like i don't expect you to move on but at the same time i want you to look forward to better things in life yeah like you can't dwell in those things right exactly like i don't want you to move on again that's all i want yeah like see like if i this is something that I, obviously abi you brought this up because of my very recent experience which i discussed with you off the podcast mm. so i sense that <laughs> but uh, yeah like you know in my relationship uh, like this is exactly what i went through right and mm. you know it's like everything was like rainbows and unicorns when i started dating this girl which is pretty recent sort of aware of it yeah. and uh, I was like happier than I've ever been. Okay, like the happiest guy on earth, kind of like one month just straight happiness. Like I haven't, I've never been this happy in my life before. That's how much happy I was. And mm. you know, it's like after that, my emotions started capture, like catching up to me, like who I actually was. And it's not like I faked my happiness when I was with her in the first month. Like I was genuinely happy. Like it wasn't mm. something that I wasn't. It was just like. the happier side of me was now out rather than the negative side right but like the negative sides of me started catching up because like eventually somewhere down the line i came to realize the fact that i was uh, you know like every time i used to try to get into something new i would block my emotions out the negative ones and just get into it and when i got it i used to just be happy but you know it's like you can only bottle up to something to an extent right and eventually these negative emotions they started resurfacing again and you know like when they came back this time it was worse than ever i had severe mental breakdowns and everything like i was going through a rough fucking patch right like it became so bad that i resorted to therapy which is something that i had never ever done before and honestly the most i expected as i quote from my ex was expected from my ex was that i wanted her to understand or just be there you know like you just want that person to be there right guys you guys you guys get what i'm saying right mm. and yeah you just want them to be 
empathetic and a little bit supportive if open minded at the most at the most open minded and just a little supportive right but she started feeling repulsed by me right and i didn't really know how to take it and eventually i just realized that i was again back in another toxic relationship like another toxic mm-hmm. relationship where i thought i could be emotionally comfortable with someone but when i was being emotionally comfortable with someone she used to think that i'm either an attention seeker or that i chose to be sad which really hurt me because apparently i was a very complicated person right like she made an uh, opinion about me the fact that i purposely build these walls around myself so i expect someone else to come and break them down which is i think one of the harshest things you can ever tell to someone cuz these walls that you build around yourself is not something that you you know like voluntarily do right like you do it because of experience and circumstances mm. and it's, it's a defense mechanism based on what you've been through exactly and you know it's not like i expected her to come with a fucking bulldozer and break it but rather just like when i am you know removing each and every brick one by one you know bringing it down it in my own pace right it's like you didn't have to like give up on me you know what i'm saying mm. and this is something that that's been a part of me for a very long time cuz like like i said amongst the other things that have happened right i'm not going to like, sit and get into each and every uh what is a situation or event now cuz that's going to take like i don't know fucking how long but these things are these things made my personality i do not trust people easily i fall for people i fall for them hard and after so many failed relationships now yet another one i am right now under the impression that i don't want to be in a relationship anymore cuz i feel like i am trying to you know change myself for someone that i don't i don't think i should like Mm. I don't think that to be in a relationship you need to change who you are. Like obviously there are negative traits about you which you are always on for improvement which is genuinely acceptable. But changing who you are is something that is I think not a valid request from anyone for that instance. Mm. And I think that's very important, you know, the fact that no matter how happy the relationship seems from the outside and to you even when you're in the moment you start realizing that you're fading away as a person like you're fading away as who you really are not worth your time or theirs definitely and mm. yeah like you know just like toxic relationships in general and how like these things have really screwed up my brain personally and mm. you know now i have become a person who would rather honestly speaking hook up with someone that get into a serious relationship cuz i'm genuinely scared and i i personally feel like that's rather better like you know i don't have to worry about emotional security and just feed off my primal instincts right but mm. how the society would target others would target as a fuck boy and that's not something who i am right like i, I think I'm not someone who wants to give someone hope or lead someone on then use them and you know throw them away no it's like if I do indulge in these activities like hooking up with someone or something it's with their consent that they want to keep it at that level of you know intimacy mm. and not go beyond it mm. right and that's true uh, yeah like you know that doesn't define who I am that's just that's just a part of me mm. like that doesn't mean that i am a fuck boy 
like yeah the fuck boys are a real thing and they do exist and honestly they were not the worst people ever mm. but but yeah like you know it's like these experiences they just keep piling up and you don't come around to accepting them and they eventually just break you as a person mm. and personally yeah me too you know like when it comes to hooking up with people uh it's just something i do like i know a lot of people are uh, capable of uh, maintaining a friendship with people they hook up with uh, on a daily basis or they hooked up with before but personally when i am you know when i only engage in um sexual contact with someone i make it a point to not be friends with them later because again i feel like that will be me investing trust into them right so that's something i personally do i know a lot of people who are even if they're not officially like friends with benefits or something they have you know like amicable interactions on a daily basis with people that they're only having a sexual relation yeah but i am not one of those people because i like separating the trust factor from the sex yeah like your needs and your wants yeah. are two things that you know i don't personally either believe to be you know exactly. amalgamated exactly. together mm. and uh, yeah like that starts that's it like you know like these things are really really what like screw up screw around with your brain cuz like mm. you know like you've been forced ever since to be happy to be jolly to never be sad or upset or something you know basically force yourself mm. to be someone you're not and i think the moment you start replacing your emotions rather than accepting it or confronting them for someone you start losing yourself as a person and that's something that you don't deserve because mm, definitely as from personal experience i have done that and now when i sit through it i i regret it like it doesn't matter how much i still care about that person or how much i still miss them but like what has happened has happened right and it's like yeah. a big scar on my face now mm. and yeah like you know mm. like yeah like you know if you're not able to move on from something if you feel sad it's okay you don't need Definitely. to boost the process or go ahead and do something just cuz someone asked you to right exactly and you don't need to regret all of it you like it's okay to be angry at the person for what they did to you but it's also valid for you to appreciate the things they've taught you in the hard way and it's yeah. very important that you not you know guilt yourself into regretting things that you think would have been under your control definitely yeah, mm. yeah. i mean moving on is something that should be your own sweet time it should exactly take... it should be organic yeah, yeah. not like something you know oh my god this guy told me to move on come on let's do it Oh, it's not an exercise, you know. You know, you know, you know. You cannot just keep doing it. Like even exercise requires resting, right? For your muscles. Yeah, to... definitely. You can't. Yeah. You can't be on the treadmill. Yeah. Exactly. And you know, like, just remember who you surround yourself with. Like, hmm. be around people who like are capable of being emotionally sensitive towards your feelings as well. Because honestly, hmm. you don't want to be around someone who's gonna make you emotionally volatile. Like, see, you're personally mm-hmm. being emotionally volatile yourself is something that I mean, under grave circumstances, I understand why it's coming out. Cause I have been that person, right? And I know what it takes to drive you to actually be that volatile. But if someone is driving you into doing it, then just avoid them. They, you don't deserve them in your life. Like, you know, they genuinely shouldn't be a part of you. You need to, you need to go on this journey solo. Then, 
and right yeah like at the end of the day even if i have had these failed relationships i say that my very good friends you know who i can talk to about these things and they don't have to they don't make me feel like shit about it right mm-hmm. and because after all after all like uh, i mean you make friends so that they can support you through things exactly you support them through things as well right definitely like friendship does not come i mean it's not a big price to pay it's just you know it's it's just something you know when you bond well with or you know you gel gel with people you know eventually like and you you obviously come to trusting them and i think asking for support not asking also like they should ev- uh, uh i forgot the word i mean um, ba- basically you shouldn't be asking for it they should give it to you Suppose yeah like, expect yeah, you shouldn't have to ask for it basically. yeah and that's that's actually very important cuz like the moment you feel like you're expecting support from someone is the day you've lost it to be very frankly speaking because the moment you feel like it's your responsibility to take care of someone in the dire situations is the day you know you're a shitty person mm. cuz like Definitely. for me if i see my friend crying fucking being pissed drunk at a party i don't feel like oh god now to take care of him i feel like oh shit i need to take care of him cuz i need to make sure he's okay yeah and these parallels right they have been a very intricate part of my very recent relationship like i said cuz like the moment i was i started feeling like a burden on her is the day i think i started losing her as well cuz that's just how it is like moment you start feeling like you're a burden on someone is the day you've lost it for good and yeah like you know you don't have no right to treat anyone like they're a burden on you i mean i get it you don't know you're not under the emotional strain of taking care of someone that's fair right you're not always going to be mother teresa helping everyone that's completely just mm. that's completely fair to you as well right but mm. under that circumstance you have no right either to make them feel like shit about themselves right yeah, that's true if you're denying help you you you're not allowed to condone uh, offense against them either mm. and you know like you know there are all these people right when last year right we saw some really sad stories of people passing away you know people that we knew right mm. and in schools and colleges right last year was pretty harsh you would see all these people you know with stories on their instagrams talking about how you can come and talk to them if you need it to and you know you are as a third person you're scrolling swiping through all these stories right and you're consciously aware that these people are not going to actually talk to you if you go and talk to them right like you know that mm. and yeah i was sitting there i didn't upload anything like that i was like if someone wants to talk to me they can just come and talk to me i don't need to advertise fucking uh it like so this is over yeah exactly i'm not like here it's not my responsibility like i said if you no, want help yeah like exactly if you want help you can come and ask me for help if i'm able to give it to you i will it won't be responsibility for me it will be rather my greatest pleasure to make sure that i have helped someone come out of this massive dark cave especially knowing that i have been in that cave for very long myself right and i got very what do you say uh, triggered one day by going through all these stories for the third time after another person yet committed suicide and i put up a story as well, like stop broadcasting your services like you're a fucking therapist right if you really wanted to help someone you wouldn't sit here and wait for them to go and sit on top of that building right you would go and talk yeah. to them at that point where they were at that low cuz yeah. irrespective of how much you put this on your story you can visibly see when someone's down and exactly. that is when you have the choice to actually help them or not not after they have done the deed right yeah 
so like stop but now like, that's the thing right yeah, yeah that's the thing right like you know you kind of broadcast your service again to fit in into the society so that people won't exactly bad of you they will not be like see, because see thing is uh, i mean i'll say this from personal experience i have uploaded a lot of stories just because i was sort of in a pressure that you know if i don't upload it people will not talk to me i have had this sort of a thing with me like i mean as bad as it sounds we've all been there we've all yeah i completely been. agree i have it actually mm-hmm. uh, that's one thing that i never did oh okay i mean but like i i've had done like quite a few times and like i later realized like that's the wrong thing to do you know trying to upload a story just because everyone else is because it's a trending thing to offer your therapeutic yeah. services mm, because yeah, you woke if you do that yeah and and yeah the, this this idea of being woke right like you know uh, mm. i i don't know if uh, you have ever done this before but like you know whenever uh, i mean have you ever been that person that always consoles others yes. and then inadvertently you know becomes like that therapist that people go to oh, yeah. definitely yeah all the time. i have been in that position so many times like and and i think i have brought myself rather than like kind of like people coming over to me it's always like i have brought over myself i have uh, become this person right yeah i have done like i have countless times you know come and like consult people so many times like you know right like they are not even friends to me they are just like they just come to me because they know that i know what to say to them you know like and i don't know as i don't know there there's always a part of me that i always felt proud of it Was that okay? Yeah, I have the power to convince people, and I have the mm. power to explain. I have a power to tell them what they need to hear. It does I feel want... powerful. I agree. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, it I always felt exhausted by that also because I think a lot of my energy went in that aspect, and mm. I think I mean I I still do it quite sometimes, but like I when I don't, it's just much better for me. I don't know why. But like because see I'm not like see it's because I have gone out of my way to convince you rather than you coming to me. Right. Like, because I don't know I will always had that like like I said that I have always been sympathetic more than empathetic. Right. So that 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 self like that pitying nature of me just comes and you know it's like oh I just need to go and help him or her. Like you know it's not that okay this guy will like let him not come to me let me go to him because I can clearly see this guy is going through shit. It's almost like you know a power politics after a point. Yeah. Like you feel in control when you're the one that people are seeking out to. You know, yeah. then people are begging you to listen to them and their problems. Yeah, you I feel in control. And like, yeah, and when you, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, go on, go on. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, so basically, like you know, and when you do that for quite a while, you know, it's like this. You know, uh, you know, you, you become like a celebrity, man. Like you know, people mm. will listen to you. It's not like they won't because you've already established that sort of a power over others. Like you know, listen, you want advice, come to me. Like I have put myself forward in those situations sometimes. I mean, I'm not saying that I am one, but like it ha- it has been countless times that I have been like that person that people just come just because they want advice on on things. So right. I mean, yeah, and I mean, as uh, bad as it may sound. I always felt proud of it but at the same time I, I am not actually because I know it's not a very good thing to do right and like you know like you said right like for me this is that's one part of me that was never there because for me I've had this massive guilt over the fact that I lost a very close friend to suicide right you you both know about it I mean um, yeah I have uh, experienced the same thing I mean death I'll not say exactly like death is something I've become yeah. extremely numb to now at uh. this point 
but uh, but yeah like i lost a very close friend to suicide i was like i had this massive guilt about the fact that i was so naive and caught up with my own emotions that i couldn't really you know look through other people that they were sad and you know a lot of people they have told me like you know it wasn't your fault or like you know if she didn't come to you you don't have to blame yourself but like there's a part of me that always says that why is it i was always expecting for her to come and why couldn't i go ahead and see it right that's not the reason why like those stories really triggered me off as well because like see back then i wasn't actually consciously aware that she was sad because she did a damn well job at hiding it for sure but like i also feel guilty at the same time over the fact that i couldn't really do anything about it personally and you know after that it just i just felt like as a human responsibility not a responsibility but like as a human uh, what do you say feature or like as a human i should just like you know if i know that someone is in need of help i should offer it to them it shouldn't be like out of my way like you know it's like should be like a donation not like a charity yeah you know mm. like that and yeah like ever since that happened i was always there whenever anyone needed me like it's just i just put myself out there as a the guy that you know you could confide yourself and a lot of people have done that and like you know they just have been there with me when they needed their help and then they fucked me off and like yeah that but i've still that part of behavior of mine has still hasn't changed but at the same time you know like i previously mentioned there are all these people who are broadcasting their help and it really makes me so angry cuz like you know like you consciously being aware that someone's going through something and you just going to sit and make 16 instagram stories about it is like the most fucking horrible thing you can do like you know someone's fucking down there go and help them okay don't be a fucking bat and fly away it's that fucking simple and that's something i think a lot of us need to be aware of cuz like no matter how much ever you put your instagram stories what's done is done and now that it's done you can't do shit about it so rather do something when there is still time right that's something that i really really live by and you know like yeah like right now if we bring up the whole quarantine thing right to get this to like a slighter conclusion phase uh quarantine is hard i think we all can agree on that right yeah, we yeah. we love peace we love the fact that you know i, mm. I can just stay in my home all day against my laptop mm. watch something eat something blah blah, blah all that shit mm. but quarantine is hard right i yeah. broke up with my ex in quarantine i fought with my friends and family a lot over quarantine and all because of the way mm. it has fucked up my brain it has fucked us all over right and mm. there is and the thing is like uh, to anyone out there if anyone tells you that you know what you're just too free or you're just too jobless you need to get a hobby or something you can actually graciously tell those people to fuck off like i am with you if you do that cuz like no one else has the right to just come and tell you like get a hobby dude we are also going through quarantine okay mm. you can indulge yourself in an activity for 16 hours the entire quarantine yeah. if you want you're eventually going to get burnt out and then you're going to hate it right <laughs> don't yeah. do that to yourself you don't deserve it if you're feeling sad in quarantine you're allowed to feel sad you want to wallow in that sadness for a while do it wallow in it cry yeah. if you want let it out come to accept that feelings you're there you don't have to listen to anyone who tells you that get a hobby you're too free that's why you're just keeping on calling them or the fact that you know like uh, you're too jobless or here and all and that and that you're there also going to the quarantine but they're doing much better like you know this is no competition 
this is our yeah, own I personal mean, demons yeah mm. and i think uh, one of the things i mean uh, i mean me and saurabh are in a mm. design college right and i think most of the people around on instagram that we see from shrishti have been working produ- i mean i'll say that they're productive because they've been actually trying to hone their skills some people are like yeah even i was trying to do that but now i've got yeah. burned out by sketching i haven't sketched in like yeah, weeks now i tried i tried my best to get myself to work there but i just couldn't because like i mean i mean i do want to work yes i do work but it's it's not something that i want to consciously work towards getting better i just i, I just want to give it my own sweet time right to see after all like try, trying to trying to force yourself into doing something that you don't want to or you're not very interested in is not going to help you it's rather it's going to get worse because you don't want to end up hating what you're doing right yeah like you know if you don't want if you want to just sit and talk to someone you're 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 like more than allowed to do that because that's what you want and that's that's better mm-hmm. than anything like you you know and if you have no one to talk to like we mentioned in the beginning of this podcast as well hit us up man we're more than willing to help you if you're not going to send definitely. us dick pics on hit my account public yeah. yeah like hit us up don't do if you're not going to send us dick pics and creepy messages yeah and dude see thing is that you know, the reason me and sorab started a podcast is because we were bored and we wanted to talk like like <laughs> about things like had we have opinions we want to share like yeah and like you know podcast is also like a hobby for our quarantine right and yeah. frankly speaking sorab and i also went through that phase like, we were only just four episodes in but sorvana almost got burnt out right from the podcast yeah. itself because the process is oh, very yeah. tiring right Be- between today the recording day and the mm. uploading day right and kudos to you guys though great <laughs> thank you so much but like between today and the uploading day right the amount of stress that i go through is fucking uh, unbelievable like once the thing gets uploaded i actually breathe and sleep and and i and i honestly on some levels i love that work workaholic high kind of thing too hmm. but like i don't want it to be like you know this podcast is the reason for my stress you know hmm. so like like i said before if anyone tells you to get a hobby because you're so jobless tell them to fuck off because they have no right to do that right yeah, do whatever you want man no if you want to do nothing even any way you want dude if you don't want to be productive do nothing you can just exactly. sit you want to just talk to someone for hours do that If you don't, you do yeah, you and if you don't have any friends, and you know you you want to talk to someone for hours, and you can't, like me, hit me up. I'm more than happy to accommodate you. Come, come, all, come, come to us. We will also make a podcast. We'll put an episode with you about doing. <laughs> like, dude, like, whoever is listening to this till the end, we are always there. Yeah, like you know, we are not yeah. see we are not broadcasting our services like those Instagram stories. Yeah. Okay, it's not a service. when I say this, yeah, if we, yeah, when I say this, and you want to talk to us, you can. And like I said, mentioned before, we are putting some links down below to help yeah. you guys through this tough time. But other than that, if you, you know, like you just want to talk to a friend, I, I am more than happy. Okay, I'm jobless the whole day. Sometimes I have this massive need to just talk to someone, and then I just lose my shit and I just like cry myself to sleep. but you don't have to do that yes you can talk you to have, me yes exactly you know in a way you'll be helping me as well and another point i would like to put up is that if you ever ever need feel like you have the need to go to therapy do not think twice Just yeah don't do what i did <laughs> yeah because once once you start basically therapy is therapeutic 
therapy is therapeutic saurabh the best was 2020 yeah quarantine 2020 i said therapy is coined by saurabh yes coined by me and so man like listen like after, i mean yeah i know there's a lot of taboo with like you know therapy being there but like you know if therapy actually makes you a better person or if it gets you out of something that has been like dragging you down like uh, i recently was this movie called extraction Which oh my god oh god yeah. okay. the way they and... portrayed bangladesh i can i can't yeah. i won't start like, i won't like chris hemsworth is like praman dao like, <laughs> like, like that's the most white bengali shit i've ever heard but like he's like okay, nevertheless, nevertheless uh nevertheless uh you know the kid uh ob says that you know yeah. you don't drown in a river when you like you know Uh, you just drown by like you drown not... when you when you stay submerged that's yeah, what exactly. you said you don't drown by yeah. falling into the river you drown yeah, yeah. when you stay submerged in it oh yeah yeah i forgot i'm sorry but <laughs> it's that's like, okay it's therapy therapy is that therapy is that you know they help you can go and seek it out you don't have to stay submerged in the water you don't have to drown mm, there definitely you're, not... you're allowed to fall fall as yeah. hard as you want yeah to. and you know yeah. this i take take what sort of saying very seriously because sort of personally sort of uh, recommended me to go recommended me to go to therapy such a long time back i remember very yeah. well he used to tell, tell me dude just fucking go and talk to the counselor okay she yeah, she'll I do wonder she'd help you and i did listen to this guy one bit i was like i'm not fucking doing that and dude i waited till things to get so worse that at one point i realized that there is no one who can help me i had to do it you don't have to yeah. wait for that long you can just yeah and i legit went to saurav i'm like shut the fuck up and go if you don't go i'm going to beat the fuck out <laughs> like, that's my that was that was my like my instinct right there because i i i knew he was going through shit i knew that therapy is something that can help and see personally i went through clinical depression and i was in therapy so i know what it is like i know how amazing therapy can be and it's genuinely it's a beautiful process Yes, and also like if things uh, that interest you and that are therapeutic to you, and that you want to do, and or maybe these these are some things that are not uh, are restricted to the kind of uh, gender or sex you are, fuck them and do it because it's therapeutic to you. Guys, anyways, LGBTQ is a thing, and you don't have to worry about gender and sex anymore. Honestly speaking, exactly. You're you're a, you're yeah. just a human at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. You're allowed to you do anything you, you like. You are who you are. You do use this. You do yeah. yeah, exactly. Except you do you, bro. Don't, don't, don't indulge in arson, murder, suicide, or anything like that. Yeah, just, just don't do that because you do not deserve yeah. to uh, kill others. You, and just go to jail. I mean, that yeah. depends on you. But you know, you uh, feel like you're too bored. You want to watch some porn and rub one out for the bros. Like do it. Kill some yeah. people off. Just don't. Don't as do it. Not worth it. As long as it's not illegal. As long as it's not illegal, just do it. Yeah, you want to jack off, jack off. Just don't do it to child porn. Yeah. That's it. Yes, man. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> that was that was uncalled for, but okay, <laughs> that makes. That yeah. Be happy the way you are and enjoy, relax, live your life because in the end you are human. You are supposed to live and not survive. Exactly, and yeah, guys. With that being said, uh, thank you for joining us for yet another episode. And you know, we have sort of and I have decided that we are doing seasons of podcast now. So yes. season one is only going to have ten episodes and. to get you guys a little excited which we hopefully yes succeed in the next episode that we're having is a very special one cuz uh, we're going to be 
doing a little bit something different this time rather than just talking for one hour straight yeah, yeah. we're we're going to be doing something simultaneously while we're doing the podcast and, so uh, tune in tune in into talk shit podcast on instagram to for more updates Woo-hoo! and Yes, yes thank you thank you so much thank you so much yeah you guys thanks for having me you guys definitely yeah. thank you for coming you know this is this is not a topic that everyone would willingly talk oh. about so we're very yeah. i'm yeah, really happy exactly yeah, like yeah we went through a long <laughs> process for this to happen but uh yeah, but this is fun for sure yeah it's yeah, like you know and... guys you know what to do spotify yes. anchor and... breaker soundcloud youtube seen. all these links are there you know you guys yes. Feel your pick your Pokemon. Go and enjoy. You know. Yes, follow us. Follow us on Instagram at Talkshit Podcast and do uh, also subscribe and like and watch our YouTube channel. Uh, stay tuned in for more updates. Please follow us on Spotify because we'll be putting up more content up there. And do please share. If you yes, want. please just share our podcast. <laughs> yeah, because we really need viewers. Because we have only five. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If I thank you to the five guys who actually watch this. <laughs> the five guys, please thank you so much for watching it and tuning in. I am very very happy that you are our followers. Okay. <laughs> all the jokes aside, we're genuinely happy that uh, yeah. you guys enjoy our content and yeah. moving all the hope to spread this ahead. Uh, Abhilasha's Instagram link is also in the description. You know, yes. Drop her a follow. Make her yeah, famous, yeah. but don't make her an eagle. <laughs> okay, uh, that was also uncalled for, but okay. Hey, listen, also, she's laughing. It's fine. <laughs> that 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 is at the end is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed oh, to laugh and be happy. Yes, that is the point of mental health, right? Okay, guys, yes, do the dude. Absolutely. Be be happy or be sad, up to you. Fuck everyone and just enjoy. Be you exactly. Yes. And and our be YouTube you. link is on the Instagram podcast link. Uh, and also our Spotify links are in our uh, respective bios. Of our pri- our, uh, our personal accounts, which you can also follow. Yes, our personal accounts. Uh, so please go and follow and watch our podcast on Spotify. We not watch. Listen it. to it. Okay, I think we're done. Listen we're we're done. Yes. Yeah, yeah we are done. Just like listen, watch, whatever it is. Do the deed. We we'll catch you guys. You guys get the point. You know, we we're not gonna we're not gonna brainwash you guys so much anymore. You guys, you guys just do, you know, drop a like, comment, and everything. We love to read your comments. We love to see your criticism and everything. Okay, we're open to everything. We're extremely open-minded people. We don't say it as a flex, but as genuinely, we we're, we're open to other opinions, right? And we'll catch you guys in the next episode, a very special episode, actually. Uh, so I hope you guys are excited because we're doing a little bit different, and if it works out in the way we expect it to, then we, you guys might be seeing a little bit similar content in the future as well. So yeah, do the deed. Catch us later. We'll see you guys next Friday. Peace Thank out, you boys. Thank you for tuning in. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.